Hey, Playmakers, real quick before we get into today's episode, if you're one of those listeners that just cannot wait for that next episode to drop, and if you're over on YouTube and my website binging my content there, I just wanted to say thank you. It means the world to me. But just remember, the free stuff will only get you so far. So if you want my complete proven blueprint for opening a successful and sustainable play cafe or indoor playground business that is profitable from day one, I want to invite you to join me inside my signature course, Play Cafe Academy. Head to the show notes right now to get instant on-demand access to all 12 modules, your detailed pre-launch checklist, your 34-page business plan template, your plug-and-play financial model to help you estimate your startup costs and project your revenue, and everything you need to save time, money, and frustration throughout your entire opening process. For a limited time right now, you'll also get an entire month of free access to Playmaker Society, my invite-only membership created exclusively for Play Cafe Academy students who want to work with me personally to optimize and scale their businesses through coaching, guest experts, legal and operations templates, and plug-and-play resources, plus collaboration with over 220 other owners, plus so much more. Head to the show notes and choose your preferred way to pay in full or over time right now. You'll get more information on the current bonuses. You'll see some success stories of those who have gone before you and exactly what to expect when you join us inside the program. I will see you there. If you're in the play and party business and you want to operate with more ease and joy, all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for Small But Mighty Tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party-based business. All right, Playmakers. So in the last episode, I explained one of my most effective strategies for giving an underperforming offer or service a massive boost in sales in a short amount of time. And that is a super intentional content blitz. If you haven't listened to that episode, make sure you go back. It's episode 169 and listen to it because it was packed with information. And I'm not going to repeat all of the background strategy behind what a content blitz is and why it's effective. And I'm not going to go through as much detail for all 10 steps because that would just be silly. I know you're super busy. So in this episode, I'm simply going to give you another example of how you can use the strategy for your indoor playground business. So Yes, consider episode 169 as a prerequisite to this episode. But in this episode, we're going to talk about a content blitz that is not related to any sort of time-sensitive incentive or discount like the membership offer we talked about in the last episode was. So this strategy is best used for one of your core offers that you are super confident in and do not want to discount or offer any extra bonuses for. You simply want to spread awareness and education and create content that can be reused and recycled over and over again anytime you need a bit of a boost in bookings. So we are going to use the example of 
birthday parties here because for many of you listening, this is going to be your core offer. So again, assuming you already understand the content blitz strategy and the thought process behind it, let's hit fast forward and get right into how you can tweak the 10 steps we already discussed for this type of offer. Step number one, set a goal. So the first step to any successful campaign, as we said, is to set a clear goal. Now, if you took my free book more birthdays challenge, then you already know how many birthday parties exactly you need to book in any given year, given your operating costs, the size of your space, your direct costs of each party package, as well as the corresponding package prices, and how much you would like to make as an owner via owner's compensation, because we did all that math. So if you have not taken that challenge, I'm going to link to it in the show notes. It's actually available year-round now as a bingeable type of challenge in a self-paced version instead of the live version that I do just once a year because that is how important I think it is to really know and understand the numbers in your core offer. So in this case, for birthday parties. So again, that information is in the show notes. It's self-paced. You can watch all five days of content at once if you want or space it out over time. So anyways, let's assume you've taken that challenge and know exactly how many birthday parties you'd like to book this year. Now look at your calendar and what you have currently booked. Identify what the gap is or what the gap will approximately be by the end of the year, given your current numbers. So For example, if you currently do three parties a week and the goal is five per week based on all of the cost and revenue information that I mentioned above, you may want to book 104 additional parties for the year. Now, if you're already booking about one per week with your current efforts and traffic, then that may mean that you would like to book 52 additional parties with a strategy like a content blitz, because again, that's going to help you close that gap. And something I didn't mention in the last episode, but have seen a lot of chatter about on social media lately, is the concept of a SMART goal. So what is a SMART goal? Well, SMART is an acronym. That's why I'm saying it like that, because I'm trying to read it like in capital letters so that it comes through in audio. So it's an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and Timely. SMART. So let's run through this process and make sure that our goal for this content blitz is SMART and meets that criteria. So first, is it specific? Yeah, I'd say a goal of 52 parties booked is pretty specific. And you can even go beyond that to make additional goals. Like for example, you may want to set a goal that over 50% of new bookings will be for a specific package or tier that you'd like to be the priority. All right, is your goal measurable? Yes, because we can easily measure how many bookings and deposits were made given a time period, you know, in the given time period, I mean. (laughs) All right, is it achievable? Booking 52 parties in a finite period of time will, of course, depend on how well you execute the strategy and the amount of time you give yourself, but yes, it is achievable. Each time you use a strategy, you will learn and improve and do more of what works and less of what doesn't. So even if you fall short of your goal the first time, 
I promise you, your results with this content blitz strategy will get better and better over time. And real quick here, I have mentioned this many, many times on this podcast, but a big prerequisite here is that you must have an automated booking system where your customers can make a reservation and put down a deposit without any staff intervention. Your customers need access to make a booking on their schedule, and we should never be relying on our staff or ourselves to need to be an integral part of this process. I am done sugarcoating this one. It's now 2023, and if you are still asking or requiring people to call or email in order to make a reservation or check availability, it's time to bump an automated system to number one on your priority list. I actually run you know, Google ads and Facebook ads for clients. That's one of the other revenue streams that I have in my own personal business. And I actually will not work with a client if they do not have the capability to take bookings using an online system. If somebody says, you know, I want to hire you and I'll pay you $10,000 a month um, to, you know, get more bookings for me. But if they don't have an automated system in place, I literally will not work with them because I know that that's $10,000 plus ad spend completely down the drain. I cannot be effective in that situation, even with the best ads, the best copy, the best optimization, it's just not going to get good results. So again, if I don't feel like I can get good results for somebody, I'm not going to work with them. So again, I require people to have an automated system in place. So this could be occasion. It could be HoneyBook. It could be Acuity. Acuity, for example, is very, very inexpensive. So there really is no excuse. So if you don't have the system in place, or if you don't take my advice on some of the subsequent steps and um, create content ahead of time, delegate and schedule content in advance, just know that you will not have the resources or systems to achieve your goal. So this will make your goal not achievable. So again, just keep all of that in mind. All right, moving on. Is our goal realistic? Yes, given what I just mentioned and keeping those prereqs in mind, Yes, your goal will be realistic. Now, lastly, is your goal timely or is our goal timely? Because we're working together here. Yes, because even though we're not um, externally telling our customers that we want to book X number of parties by X date and offering that time-sensitive bonus that we were in the last episode in example um, where we talked about memberships in episode 169, we are still giving ourselves a, a timeline internally. So check, check, check. We have a SMART goal. So let's keep powering ahead. Step number two, determine an incentive. And we're going to skip this one because we aren't going to offer a time-sensitive bonus, though doing so can definitely boost results like we mentioned in the last example. This, in, this can also be done right before you raise prices, which I forgot to mention in the last episode. So while you're not offering a bonus, you're, you're, you could allow people to lock in current pricing before it goes up on X date when your content blitz is over. Again, this is just to show that you do not need to add to your services or discount them in order to see a significant improvement 
in your booking results. But you can't add an incentive or let people know that you're going to raise prices just to boost results, but it's definitely not required. All right, step number three, set a timeline. So as we talked about in episode 169, identify a timeline for your blitz. So for a core offer like birthday parties, I like to give myself more time. So I prefer a month-long blitz for this one. Your objection list can end up being much more lengthy for your lengthy for your core offer, and you want to be sure you address it all. Again, all of this content you create will not only be reusable, it will also help empower your employees with the information that they need to handle these objections on a day-to-day basis in their job, which will increase your booking conversion rate on a permanent basis, and it will make your team's lives a lot easier, which will increase employee retention, which is something at the top of all of our minds as business owners right now. So again, this is a win, 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 win. This is going to benefit your business in so many different areas. So if you are executing the strategy for a core offer, let's make this one count and commit to a month-long content blitz. I promise you can do it. All right, step number four, come up with a list of objections. Again, this is going to be completely dependent on your own business model, but here is a list of some examples to help get those wheels turning and give you some inspiration or a starting point. Number one, your prices are too high. Number two, I will have a lot of adults in attendance and they don't want to go to a kid's party venue. (laughs) Number three, my child has a large class or a large guest list. Number four, many of the children attending will be under the age of two. Will there even be enough for them to do? Number five, I want to bring my own food. Number six, I have a specific vision for my party decor and I need time to set it up. Number seven, we have family coming from out of town and need extra time to celebrate. Number eight, we want a theme that isn't in your menu of options. Number nine, we want to hire an outside vendor like a character or balloon twisting company. Number 10, my child's birthday is during an outdoor weather month and they might want an outside party. So again, this is giving you all of the objections that your customers might come up with so that you can create content around each objection and help educate and spread awareness of all of the different offers that your parties include. So maybe you allow people to bring their own food. Maybe you have an unlimited number of kids that are able to attend because your parties are all private or maybe that even though you don't have a theme and a list of menu options that your potential customer wants. Maybe you have a custom option that they haven't seen yet. And just to reiterate, I have a few tips for coming up with your list of objections. Number one, ask your team what objections they hear. So loop them in and sit down with them and ask, what questions do you frequently get around this offer? Do people often give a reason of why they decide not to book a party? and write all of this stuff down. And then number two, ask your customers what objections they have. So if you have a closed Facebook group, a focus group, or some smaller subset of customers that you have tagged in your email list, or again, you can choose to ask publicly, ask your customers. Ask them if they haven't booked a party, what their thought process is, and pay close attention to all of this information that you're gathering, whether it's related to price or whether they, you know, don't think you have enough space or all of the perks or things included in your offer that they want. 
Again, keep all of this information written down so you can refer to it later. And then my third tip is to remember that this exercise is not meant to placate everyone. The goal isn't to try and please every single potential customer. And again, the example that I used in the last episode is that we're not trying to force our square-shaped offer into a round-shaped pig hole. The goal isn't to get as many customers booked as possible. It's to get the right customers into your world and onto your booking calendar. So again, by the end of your content blitz, people following along should be completely confident and completely clear around whether your birthday parties are a good fit for them or if they're not. And if they're not, that's okay. Because again, attracting the wrong customers to your birthday party offers will result in bad experiences, negative reviews, and refund requests. All right, on to number five, create a content plan. So this is going to be an abbreviated version of the strategy that I went through in detail in episode 169. So again, if your head is spinning and you feel a little lost, go back and listen to that one in full. But let's create a content plan for this example. So under each of those 10 objections, whether you're using my examples or coming up with your own, I want you to create two to three talking points. So for example, if the objection is around having a lot of adults on the guest list, you could be sure to let your, to talk about your cafe and espresso options and highlight how there is comfy seating for adults. You could remind your customers, if this is the case, of course, that your vibe is different from, you know, the kids' parties of their childhood. It's not Chuck E. Cheese, you know. Maybe you're close to the public during parties or have a private room that's perfect for escaping the chaos and noise. This is, again, where you really need to lean into your space's strengths and call attention to all the aspects of your business that make your space perfect for parties with plenty of no-kid-having adults. (laughs) And if the talking points can be used under multiple objections, that's okay. Just try to reiterate the same information in a fresh way because, again, some people are virtual learners, some prefer numbers. So even if it feels repetitive, that's okay. So if you go through your FAQ or objection list and make three talking points for each, now you have 30 subcategories or talking points on your list. And something else that I forgot to mention in the last episode is that For a medium, which we're about to talk about, you can use a review or testimonial. So if you have a testimonial or a review that directly relates to a specific objection, use it as a piece of content. So screenshot that review and put it in a graphic or read it out loud in a video. So for example, if somebody is concerned about price, share a testimonial where somebody was so surprised that they actually saved a ton of money because if they were to go out and buy favors, if they were to go out and buy food, if they were to rent, you know, another venue and they had to decorate from scratch themselves, they, you know, would have spent so much more time and money and had a lot more stress. So again, if you have any reviews that specifically address a concern that's on your list, don't be afraid to use it because sometimes hearing from a third party is what somebody needs to make a purchasing decision. That's why reviews are so powerful. So as we discussed in the last episode, under each of the 30 talking points, again, I want you to commit to addressing it with three different mediums. Again, to ensure everyone, regardless of learning style and preferred platform, will get the message. 
So mediums to choose from include a Facebook or Instagram story and graphics, you talking, a team member talking, a video. There's so many different story types in itself. You can do a reel, a blog post, an email, a feed graphic, a feed video. You get the idea. But try to have a healthy mix of mediums, again, to cover all your bases. Step number six, batch your content. So yeah, 90 pieces of content may seem like a lot, but again, it's doable if you batch, ask for help, and delegate. I recommend grouping your mediums together and just putting a date on the calendar to knock it out. So if you have 10 reels on your list, again, make sure you have all of your sounds handy. Make sure you have all of your prompts written down. Do your hair and makeup if that's something you like to do. I know that often I use that as as an excuse of why I'm not creating content today or why I'm not recording a YouTube video today. So again, if that's something that you require to be confident on video, that's okay. But, you know, do your hair and makeup and knock out 10 reels in one day. Batching in this way will save you so much time and so many headaches. So that's just my opinion, but do what feels right for you. Step number seven, announce your initiative. So again, even though you won't necessarily have a time-sensitive bonus to share, you can still loop your customers in on what you're doing. You can call it a birthday bonanza and share how quickly your parties book ahead of your busy season. So You want to spend the month talking about parties to make sure everyone following you gets their choice of date and time before the slots book up. So again, a perfect time to do this content blitz could be during a slow season. I always recommend positioning this in a way that benefits your customers, not you. So keep that in mind. Remind your followers that your goal with this whole strategy is to answer questions, educate, and spread awareness all of which are value and service-based goals that will serve them. All right, step number eight, go all in on execution. So as I mentioned, one of the best things about batch creating content in advance and scheduling it to post automatically is that, again, as I mentioned, it will leave you with tons of energy to go all in on execution because this is not the time to post and ghost. You can go live to answer questions. You can hop in the comment sections and engage, you know, if somebody comments on Instagram or Facebook, and you can answer emails and DMs in a timely fashion, which is crucial. Because again, while your content will educate and spread awareness, we still have to convert into actual birthday party bookings. So yeah, even though we have an automated booking system, some people will have questions. Some people will need to clarify a couple of things. So again, you need to have the energy and the time to do this. So that's why we batch content ahead of time and schedule it in advance. All right, step number nine, celebrate along the way. So as we discussed in episode 169, we want to acknowledge our customers who booked so that they feel validated in their booking decision, but we also want to create FOMO or fear of missing out. Be specific with your celebrations. I mean, you don't need to give personal information out, but you can say that you're so excited to help a three-year-old girl celebrate with a custom-colored mini party with your deluxe package, and you can share some add-ons that her parents selected, and maybe even share some inspiration pictures that you're going to use to plan the party or pictures from past parties with a similar theme. The goal is to inspire your customers to think of things they hadn't even considered yet or knew you were able to do, both of which will lead to amplified sales and better results. 
And then finally, number 10, thank your customers. Again, just as we went over in the last episode, once your promotion or content blitz is over, whether you've reached your booking goal or not, thank your customers. Acknowledge that, yeah, you are way more active than normal, but be sure to restate your purpose for the noise and bring the attention back to your intention, which was to spread awareness about an offer that you pour your heart and soul into and work so hard to create and execute, and that you know would be so helpful to your customers if only they knew more about it. So again, while you should never apologize for taking up space in someone's newsfeed with your business, especially when we're talking about our core offers like parties, the very linchpin we built our businesses around, it's okay to thank your followers once in a while just for being there, reading the words or the messages that you put out to them. All right, I hope you enjoyed these last two episodes all about how to execute a successful content blitz. And if you're in the Playmaker Society group, we're probably already sharing ideas and swapping strategies about how we're going to make this work in our own businesses because we're all different. We all have different spaces. We all have different strengths and different offers, and we all have different focuses. But even if you're not yet a member, I want to hear how you'll be putting this to use. So send me a message on Instagram and let me know. I'd love to follow along with your content blitz and give you some encouragement along the way. So while your play of the day yesterday was to choose an offer you think might fit and choose a month that works for your calendar and you know whatever else you may have going on in your business, your play of the day today is to get the rest of these steps on the calendar as well. Now that you have both options for content blitzes in your business toolbox. So put a staff meeting on the calendar, schedule a survey to go out, start putting any systems in place that I mentioned are required to make your blitz goals achievable because as you likely heard, a dream is a goal with a deadline. And I think Napoleon Hill said that quote, that's obviously not my quote. I'm not taking credit for it, but if you are following all the similar businesses to yours on Instagram and You've been daydreaming about what it would be like for you to be fully booked because, I mean, even though they might appear fully booked, maybe they aren't really. That's a whole different talk for a different time. And if you are curious about, you know, the behind the scenes of my Instagram posts, I actually recently did a YouTube video where I shared the Instagram post I made and then the real story behind it. And we kind of talked about like the nitty gritty details about working alongside your kids and what goes wrong in a business like this. So that's kind of a tangent I went on, but I'll link that episode, that YouTube video, I mean, in the show notes as well. But again, if you're following all of these other businesses that seem to be doing better than you, this is one of those big moves that you can make to get closer to that lifestyle that you envisioned when you launched your business in the first place. Yes, this is one of those strategies that takes effort and time, but I promise you it's going to get you big results if you do it right and follow the steps. So this is your time to commit, to put a stake in the ground and a date on the calendar, and I will be here for you should you need it. All right. Have a great day, Playmakers. I will see you right back here on Friday.